Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And it's your holiday show, your furry holiday show, full of all kinds of stories and music today. A little different than usual. Yeah, we like to change it up a little bit every, every now and then. Once yeah. a year. Let's kick it off with Rayanne Cumulus. Welcome to Voice of the Animal. It's the time of year when everyone is out shopping, fighting for parking spaces, and spending way too much money. All in pursuit of the perfect present. Maybe the best gift is one we already enjoy every day. This season, why not consider the presence of our animal friends as our present? Animals gift us with their lives for our comfort and convenience. They lift our spirits, inspire great works of art, song, and poetry, and are the most agreeable companions. All it takes is one small, cheerful sparrow in the backyard to remind us that we are never alone. Scientific studies show that the unconditional love of our pets can touch and heal us in magnificent ways. People experience lower blood pressure, stress, and heart rates when in the presence of their animal companions. Those who have suffered heart attacks live longer if they have an animal friend than if they don't. And people with pets just make fewer trips to the doctor's office. If we are suffering from depression, having a dog to walk, a cat to care for, a bird to talk to, or even watching fish in an aquarium helps us find a focus outside our sadness and allows us to connect with the larger world. When horses allowed us on their backs, they gifted us with the ability to travel farther than our own two feet could ever carry us. Today, it is still horsepower that gets us to the mall. Pigeons have saved the lives of soldiers by carrying secret information across enemy lines. The seashell Murex gives its life to gift us with the color purple. Bats gift us with lovely and peaceful twilights by eating mosquitoes. For the ancient Romans, a magical woodpecker brought rain to refresh and revitalize a city. That is a great present. It was Raven who brought fire to humankind. And in the Quran, the Saluki breed of dog is considered a gift of Allah. One of the most prized gifts one could receive from the ancient Chinese emperor was one of his royal dogs. And how long would Noah have been adrift if a dove had not found land? A recent study found that workers would be willing to take a cut in salary and work longer hours if they could bring their dog to work. A survey by Time Magazine found that playing with a pet improved one's mood more than exercise, eating, or sex. If you happen to be ill in France and a ladybug lands on you, she will fly away with your sickness. Earthworms work the soil so our flowers will flourish. Bees give us honey. And my favorite, butterflies prove to us that even if we sometimes creep like a caterpillar, we hold within us. The power to spread our wings and fly. So during this holiday season, consider the presence of your animal friends as your present and have your presence be their present too. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. Happy Holidays from Voice of the Animal and Rayanne Cumulos. Hi, this is David Fry on Animal Radio. I want you to think about this. It's much more important what we learn from our dogs than what we teach them. 
Ice Count Reeves and Merry Merry Christmas. <laughs> We're giving you all our best animal stories. And this next one comes to you from ASPCA President Ed Sayers. I did receive a new supplement to the book of Genesis regarding the dog and the cat. Yes, a newly discovered chapter in the book of Genesis has provided the answer to the question, where do pets come from? Adam and Eve said, Lord, when we were in the garden, you walked with us every day. Now we do not see you anymore. We are lonesome here, and it is difficult for us to remember how much you love us. And God said, that is no problem. I will create for you a companion that will be with you forever, and that will be a reflection of my love for you, so that you will love me even when you cannot see me. Regardless of how selfish or childish or unlovable you may be, this new companion will accept you as you are and will love you as I do in spite of yourselves. And God created a new animal to be the companion for Adam and Eve. And it was a good animal, and God was pleased. And the new animal was pleased to be with Adam and Eve, and he wagged his tail. And Adam said, Lord... I have already named all the animals in the kingdom. I cannot think of a name for this new animal. And God said, that is no problem, because I have created this new animal to be a reflection of my love for you. And his name will be a reflection of my own name. And you will call him Dog. And Dog lived with Adam and Eve and was a companion to them and loved them. And they were comforted. And God was pleased. And Dog was content and wagged his tail. After a while it came to pass that an angel came to the Lord and said, Lord, Adam and Eve have become filled with pride. They strut and preen like peacocks. And they believe they are worthy of adoration. Dog has indeed taught them that they are loved, but perhaps taught them too well. And God said, that is no problem. I will create for them a companion who will be with them forever and who will see them as they are. The companion will remind them of their limitations so they will know that they are not always worthy of adoration. And God created cats. God created Cat to be a companion to Adam and Eve, and Cat would not obey them. And when Adam and Eve gazed into Cat's eyes, they were reminded that they were not the supreme beings. And Adam and Eve learned humility, and they were greatly improved. And God was pleased, and Dog was happy, and Cat didn't give a shit one way or another. This is Jerry Seinfeld saying happy holiday, happy new year, happy you, and see you next year. When my daughter Rachel was six years old, we went to the local shelter looking for the perfect cat. We liked a lot of the cats we saw there, but we were especially taken with a mother and her kittens. All the kittens were entirely jet black, except for one. She had a small white tip to her tail, like one bright light in the night sky. We brought her home and called her Star. Starry was a charmer. Rachel admired her proud manner and enjoyed even more the secret knowledge that it was all an act. Starry could only appear aloof for so long before leaping up into Rachel's arms to be cuddled and stroked. 
As time went by, Rachel and Starry adopted certain routines. At night when we watched TV, Starry crawled into Rachel's lap and stayed there, purring contentedly. Starry always rubbed her face along Rachel's chin, ending the love test with a gentle nip on Rachel's nose. Sometimes I couldn't help but feel the injustice of this. I was the one who took care of the cat, feeding, cleaning, grooming, yet Starry was clearly Rachel's cat. Eventually, I came to love watching their cozy bond. My little girl grew up, went to junior high, and finally high school. Starry was 10 and Rachel was 16. Starry and Rachel were still close, so Rachel spent less and less time at home. Starry spent most of her day sitting on the sideboard in the dining room, looking out of the window into the backyard. One Sunday morning, early in November, Starry got out the door before we could stop her. When Rachel's friend came over to study that evening, she came in the door with a worried expression. Where's Starry, she asked. When we told her we didn't know, she had us come outside with her. There was a black cat lying in the street. It was Star. The cat's body was warm and she didn't appear to be injured. There was no blood or wounds that we could see. It was after hours, but our vet agreed to meet us after our distraught phone call. Rachel was upset, but holding it together, my husband Bert and I told her to stay at home while we took Star to the vet. Bert and I picked Starry up carefully and rushed her to the vet's office. The vet examined her briefly before looking up and saying, I'm sorry, but she's gone. When we got home, Rachel could tell by her faces that Starry was dead. She turned without speaking and went up to her room. It had been a hard year for me. My father had died not long before, and I hadn't totally come to grips with the loss. Rachel and I were in the midst of the delicate dance mothers and teenage daughters everywhere find themselves performing, circling, pulling away, and coming together in odd fits and spurts. I took a chance and knocked on her door. When she said come in, I sat with her on the bed and we cried together. It was a good cry, clearing out some more of the grief I couldn't face about Father and bringing Rachel and I closer as we shared our sadness about Starry. Life went on. Thanksgiving came and went. Rachel and I both found ourselves mistaking black sweatshirts strewn on chairs or floors for our newly missing black cat. The sideboard looked desolate, empty of the warm presence glowing with life I'd come to expect there. Over and over, little pangs of loss stung our hearts as the weeks went by. I was out Christmas shopping when I saw it. It was a Christmas tree ornament in the shape of a cat angel, a black cat with white wings and a red ball between her paws. I had to get it, but thought it wondering if it would be a happy remembrance of the cat we'd loved or a chilling reminder of our loss. When I got home, I painted a white tip at the end of the angel cat's long black tail and hung the ornament on the tree. That evening when Rachel came in, she flopped onto the couch. She sat staring at the Christmas tree, spacing out after a long day at school and after school sports. I was in the kitchen when suddenly I heard her gasp. Mom, she called. Mom, come here. I walked in and found her standing in front of the tree, looking at the cat angel with shining eyes. Oh, Mom, it's Starry. Where did you find an ornament with a tail like hers? She looked about six again. I gathered her into my arms and wonderfully she didn't resist. We stood together, looking at the tree, feeling our love for Starry and for each other. Our charming, nose-nipping cat was gone, but now Starry, the Christmas angel, would be a part of our family tradition for years to come. Sometimes you can make your own miracles. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Mm-hmm. 
Haynes on Animal Radio. On our furry animal holiday special. Gotta love it, huh? Brought to you by PetStyle. PetStyle.com is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers worldwide. From premium video content to fun videos, you can post PetStyle. It's designed with your lifestyle in mind. Log in. Tune in today. It's PetStyle.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Your common, everyday purchases can make a difference for the animals. Get your free compassionate shopping guide by calling the American Anti-Vivisection Society at 1-800-SAY-AAVS. Hi, this is John O'Hurley. You're listening to Animal Radio. And remember, most importantly, please spay or neuter. Oh, looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Goes Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org. I'm Margaret Jenkins, and I breed and train dogs for people who are sight impaired. Our owners rely on our dogs, and I rely on Biospot. These dogs, they help guide their owners through everyday life, so they don't have time to scratch because of fleas and ticks. In the 20 years I've been doing this, I have tried a lot of products, and I've found that Biospot is as effective as what I used to get at my vet, but it's available at my local pet store, and it's guaranteed to work. Biospot is simple, providing many breeds of dogs and cats with relief without constant applications. Biospot is really effective. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks and even mosquitoes for up to four weeks. And it kills flea eggs and larvae for up to four months. Biospot is also a great value. It's about a third the cost of leading veterinarian brands. And it's guaranteed to work with all sizes and breeds of dogs and cats or your money back. These dogs have to be at their best. So I rely on the best. Biospot. Go to biospot.com today. It's the choice of professionals. Well, you've heard us talking about Get Serious, the pet stain odor and pheromone extractor for several months now, and how easily it removes carpet stains left from cat vomit. Now I want to talk to you about a problem dog owners face. It's called remarking. If your dog remarks, you might have thought about banishing him from the house, or worse, taking him to the shelter. You use other cleaners, but your dog keeps going back to the same spot. Don't blame your pet because you used a product that didn't get the job done. End the problem with Get Serious. The pheromones, they're something you can't smell. They draw them back to the same spot. Get Serious is the only product that totally extracts the pheromones so your pets won't be attracted back to Remark. Get Serious is recommended by rescue groups and veterinarians. And Get Serious keeps pets in homes and out of shelters. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in fine pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Again, that's GetSeriousProducts.com. 
Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. That last, last commercial for Good Serious, they are great around the holidays. You have that Uncle Louie who comes and he spills stuff all over your carpet. This will get rid of it. $2 off at PetSmart uh, through the end of January. Check it out. Animal Radio is brought to you by Out Deluxe Training Pads. Traditional newspaper training is old news. Out Deluxe Training Pads are 10 times more absorbent, scientifically treated to attract pets and control odors. Available nationwide at major discount and grocery stores. Sweet treats may cause heart attacks for dog owners. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. The sugar substitute xylitol has been developed in the fight against tooth decay and in helping diabetics gain better control over their disease. However, this popular sweetener may be devastating to the family pet. New research now is being released and it shows that the ingestion of xylitol by dogs can cause liver failure and even death. Reports from the ASPCA Poison Control Center show that the number of xylitol-related pet exposures is on the rise and that rise has many veterinarians and pet owners quite concerned. For years, veterinarians have suspected that xylitol could make dogs sick. But a recent article in the Journal of the American Veterinary Medical Association has documented the outcomes of several cases of xylitol ingestion for two years. Five of eight dogs died or had to be euthanized due to complications coming from xylitol ingestion. Often found in human mints, sugar-free gums, toothpastes, and sweets, xylitol has been a popular sugar substitute since the 1960s. However, researchers found that even a small amount of xylitol can cause liver damage and even death in dogs. Dogs who ingest large amounts of xylitol have sudden and profound drops in their blood sugar levels, leading to weakness and uncoordinated movements. Occasionally, seizures have been seen as well. However, even small amounts of xylitol are not safe. As little as one gram of xylitol can set off a chain of events leading to liver damage. A dog could receive this amount in just a few candies or sticks of gum containing the sugar substitute. Xylitol has also been found in children's chewable multivitamins and certain cough medications and even mouthwashes. Although most pet owners routinely give some sort of people food to their dogs, even though we tell them not to, the JAVMA report should be a wake-up call to everyone, showing that many foods are not safe for pets, even though they are common and safe for people. Any pet owner concerned about anything their dog has ingested should seek veterinary medical attention immediately. To learn more on how xylitol can affect dogs, visit myvnn.com and watch the video. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for the Veterinary News Network and for Animal Radio. As the director of a busy rescue shelter, I'm constantly house training. And as any pet guardian will tell you, house training can be frustrating and confusing for both you and your pup. And learn bad habits like using newspaper is hard to break. We use Out Deluxe Training Pads because they're scent attracts dogs. Here's two tips from somebody that knows. Speed up the house training process through consistency in Out Deluxe Training Pads. There's no easier or cleaner way to train your pup. Find Out Deluxe Training Pads at major discount and grocery stores nationwide.
The Animal Minute brought to you by Pet Solution RX, a revolutionary 100% natural first aid treatment for pets. Pet Solution RX is the miracle water that heals everything from hot spots to insect bites. Available at local pet stores or visit www.earthsbalance.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Children at a Swedish school were recently terrorized by a drunken elk. Yes, I said drunk. Officials said the elk might have gotten a little tipsy from eating fermented apples. The elk was thought to have been attracted to the apple trees near the school, and after sampling some, he started acting irrationally. Not driving or anything, just wacky enough to scare the children. In other deer-related news, a Wisconsin woman's decorative ceramic lawn deer was attacked by the real thing leaving it headless. Police reporting to the scene were able to identify the track marks from a real deer who obviously won the fight. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You probably have no idea what it's like to be a hot, hairy dog with itchy skin. Thank dog there's relief. Pet Solution Rx, I'll always be loyal to you. Instant relief for sensitive skin problems, hot spots, mange, insect bites, and more. 100% natural Pet Solution Rx at earthsbalance.com. Visit earthsbalance.com for my sake. Whoa. Another fine product from the makers of Dog on It and Gee Whiz. Animal Radio is brought to you by Perfect Fence, the first freestanding Houdini-proof outdoor cat enclosure. Now your cats can enjoy all the benefits of the great outdoors without you worrying about their safety. Visit PerfectFence.com. That's per, P-U-R-R, FectFence.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. While I was working as a maid for the Kuntz's, you know, Dean Kuntz, he's some kind of best-selling author. Anyway, I, I walked into Mr. Kuntz's office and found Trixie, his dog, typing away. I swear to God, you don't believe me? Dad teaches me to type. Hold pencil and mouth and type. At first is fun, then is not fun. He says to me, write Trixie, write, write essay for website. Being a good dog, I write. Not fun, but I write. Expect treat for writing. Get no treat? Stop writing. Get treat. Carbo biscuit. Good, good, good. So, okay, I write some more. Dad promises website visitor my essay end of July. Must give up important ball chasing, important napping, important sniffing to write. Work hard. Writing hard. So many words. Stupid punctuation rules. Hate semicolons. Hate, hate, hate. Chew up many pencils in frustration. Finish article, give to dad. Then I rip guts out of duck. Duck is not real. Is Buddha duck. Stuffed toy. I am gentle dog. Cannot hurt real duck. Or even cat. But I'm hell on stuffed toys. Work off tension. Rip, rip, rip. Feel pretty good. Cough up soggy water Buddha duck stuffing. Feel even better. Dad gives editorial suggestions. Stupid suggestions. Stupid, stupid, stupid. He is not editor. He is writer like me. I pretend to listen. I'm actually thinking about bacon. Bacon is good. Bacon is very good. I am good too. People call me good dog. Good 
good, very good. Bacon is very good. I am very good. But I am not bacon. Why not? Mysterious. Then I think about cats. What is wrong with them? Who do they think they are? What do they want? Who invented them anyway? Not God for sure. Maybe Satan. Dogs are not born to write essays. Maybe fiction. Maybe poetry. Not essays. Maybe advertising copy. Here is my advertising copy. Bacon is very good. Buy bacon. Buy lots of bacon. Give to me. Thank you. <laughs> Dad gives me editorial notes for study. Eight pages. I pee on them. He gets message. Dad says he'll give my essay to Webmaster as is. Webmaster is nice person. Nice. She will know good writing when she sees it. Days pass. Weeks. Chase ball. Chase rabbits. Chase butterfly. Chase frisbee. Begin to notice sameness in leisure time activities. Pull tug toy snake. Pull, pull, pull. Pull tug toy bone. Pull tug toy rope. Uh, lick four paw. Lick other four paw. Lick a more private place. Still do not taste like bacon. Get belly rub from mom. Get belly rub from dad. Mom, dad, mom, dad. Get belly rub from Linda, mom and dad's assistant. Read Bleak House by Charles Dickens. Study the brilliant characterizations and ponder the tragedy of human condition. Hmm. New tennis ball. Chase, chase, chase. Suddenly, it's September. Webmaster asked, where is Trixie essay? Where? Dad lost. Dad got busy working on new book. Got busy and forgot Trixie essay. Lost it. My human ate my homework. Sort of. All my hard work, my struggle, those hateful semicolons for what? All for nothing. Essay lost. All for nothing. Feel like character in Bleak House. Worse, like character in Joseph Conrad book. Feel like getting an attorney. Get agent instead. Writing fiction. Novel. Maybe knock Dan off bestseller list. Teach him lesson. Writing novel called My Bacon by Trixie Kuntz. Dong already have invitation from Larry King and David Letterman. Be on shows, do publicity, sell book, get belly rub from Dave. Maybe get limo for media tour. Ride around in limo, chasing cats. Life is good when you're a dog. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Outside, but it's warm in here. That's my 
favorite time of the year. Here's to you, man's best friend. May our furry friendship never end. Sitting by the fireplace, miles away from our rat pack race, I raise my glass in a toast to you. You wag your tail, you're toasted too. There's nothing that I'd rather do than spend my time with you on Christmas Eve. Premium flea and tick control products for dogs and cats. Use BioSpot on your pets, in your house, on your husband, even in your car. (laughs) BioSpot is available at your local pet store. Visit www.biospot.com. We're not done yet. There's lots more. Please, don't go anywhere. such a cool party. Did you see the cake? I did. Shaped like a doggy bone. So cute. How old is the birthday boy in people years? 28. Oh, time flies. I remember when he tinkled on his first fire hydrant. He'll always be my little puppy. There's a place for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com PetStyle is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers like you. At PetStyle, we understand your unique relationship with your pet, so we offer a thousand ways to make it better. 
PetStyle.com is a video-based online network that's always there for you with original programming, fun amateur videos, training and travel tips, health and wellness, and more. PetStyle is information and entertainment designed with your lifestyle in mind. It's the place to be for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. Log on and tune in today. Now, any cat can be happy and safe outdoors. Perfect Fence is the first complete freestanding backyard fence enclosure for cats. Now, your cats can enjoy all the benefits of the great outdoors without you worrying about their safety. Perfect Fence is affordable, easy to install, and best of all, virtually invisible. Find out why thousands of cat owners described Perfect Fence as life-changing. Visit PerfectFence.com. That's per, P-U-R-R, FectFence.com. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Scoop Free is the first litter box you can leave alone for weeks at a time with no scooping, cleaning, or refilling. Scoop Free is a revolution in automatic litter boxes. Its disposable throwaway trays are filled with fresh step crystal litter that provide unbeatable odor control and are so convenient. After about 30 days per cat, just replace a disposable litter tray and that's it. Just load it, leave it, and love it. Available at select pet stores and at ScoopFree.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. The extraordinary thing about any cat is the effect it has on its owner. Owning a cat, especially from kittenhood, is a lot like having a child. You feed him. You do your best to educate him, talk to him as if he understands you, and in exchange, you want him to love you. He can drive you mad with his independence. He can, just as surely as a child, create a tremendous desire to protect him from anything bad. He is small, vulnerable, wonderful to hold when he lets you, and he throws up on just about the same regular schedule. Like children, cats exist on a separate and probably higher plane than we do. And like children, they must be at least partially defined by their relationship with their parents. And though they can do all sorts of amazing things, such as hiding in the tiniest room imaginable and refusing to be found, no matter how late you are for wherever it is you have to take them, they cannot write their autobiographies. My involvement with a cat was strictly accidental. In fact, I had to be dragged into it, kicking and screaming. I, of course, have a cat now, Norton. I treat this cat as very few animals, or people for that matter, have ever been treated. If he is asleep in the middle of the bed when it's time for my day to end, I sleep curled up in a corner of the mattress, happily braving stiff necks and bad backs, so he remains undisturbed. I worry about him, I talk about him, and to him, I have to add, to the point of idiocy. 
And if he doesn't sleep within a crooked arm's reach of my pillow, which he doesn't about one day a week, then I don't sleep very well. I actually worry that I've done something to offend him. I sometimes let him eat off my spoon. Usually ice cream or yogurt. Chocolate's his favorite flavor, and it's a pretty funny thing to watch when he decides it's time to lick that sucker clean. It is hardly a one-way street, however. He does all sorts of things for me that are pretty wonderful for a cat. He goes for walks with me. No leash. His record in traffic is three blocks, which he does most Sunday mornings when I stroll to Sean's Murray Hill Market in Sag Harbor. Norton will wait for me anywhere, no matter where I leave him. If I'm at a hotel, I can dump him outside by the pool or in the garden and let him play there all day or night. When I go to get him, he will be nowhere in sight. But when I call or whistle for him, he'll meow exactly once, then leap out of his hiding place to rush to join me. I honestly believe I could drop him in the heart of an African jungle, leave him for a year, reappear, and as long as I could find the bush he was last seen scurrying under, he'd be there waiting for me. If I, as I sometimes forgetfully do, close the door to a room, leaving Norton on the other side, he will howl and meow as if possessed until I open the door. He does not like to be left outside of anything I am inside. He trusts me. He is quite a comfort when I'm sad and makes being happy much more fun. He has seen me through broken hearts and illness and death. When a small gray animal does a little thing like that for you, how can you not let him sleep in the middle of the bed when he's tired? This is David Hyde Pierce from Fraser, and I just want to say Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays from Louis Gossett Jr. May all your wishes come true this season and into the new year as well. When I was a puppy, I entertained you with my antics and made you laugh. You called me your child, and despite a number of choo-choos and a couple of murdered throw pillows, I became your best friend. Whenever I was bad, you'd shake your finger at me and ask, how could you? But then you'd relent and roll me over for a belly rub. Gradually, you began spending more time at work and on your career, and more time searching for a human mate. I waited for you patiently, comforted you through heartbreaks and disappointments, never chided you about bad decisions, and romped with glee at your homecomings and when you fell in love. She, now your wife, is not a dog person. Still, I welcomed her into our home, tried to show her affection, and obeyed her. I was happy because you were happy. Then the human babies came along and I shared your excitement. I was fascinated by their pinkness, how they smelled, and I wanted to mother them too. Now you have a new career opportunity in another city and you and they will be moving to an apartment that doesn't allow pets. You've made the right decision for your family, but there was a time when I was your only family. We arrived at the animal shelter. It smelled of dogs and cats, of fear, of hopelessness. You filled out the paperwork and said, I know you will find a good home for her. They shrugged and gave you a pained look. They are as attentive to us here in the shelter as their busy schedules allow. They feed us, of course, but I lost my appetite days ago. 
At first, whenever anyone passed my pen, I rushed to the front, hoping it was you, that you had changed your mind, that this was all a bad dream, or I hoped it would at least be someone who cared, anyone who might save me. I realized I could not compete with the frolicking for attention of happy puppies. Oblivious to their own fate, I retreated to a far corner and waited. I heard her footsteps as she came for me at the end of the day, and I padded along the aisle after her to a separate room, a blissfully quiet room. She placed me on the table, rubbed my ears, and told me not to worry. Of what was to come, but there was also a sense of relief. The prisoner of love had run out of days. As is my nature, I was more concerned about her. The burden which she bears weighs heavily on her, and I know that, the same way I knew your every mood. She gently placed a tourniquet around my foreleg as a tear ran down her cheek. I licked her hand in the same way I used to comfort you so many years ago. Slid the hypodermic needle into my vein. As I felt the sting and the cool liquid coursing through my body, I lay down sleepily, looked into her kind eyes, and murmured, How could you? Perhaps because she understood my dog speak, she said, I'm so sorry. She hugged me and hurriedly explained it was her job to make sure I went to a better place where I wouldn't be ignored or abused or abandoned or have to fend for myself. A place of love and light, so very different from this earthly place. With my last little bit of energy, I tried to convey to her with a thump of my tail that my how could you was not meant for her. It was you, my beloved master, I was thinking of. I will think of you and wait for you forever. Merry Christmas! From all of us at Animal Radio Network, we wish you the happiest of new years filled with health, prosperity, and close connections with our four-legged friends. 